This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she's up to no good. Or is she? Well, you decide. We're going to talk about it, as we do most days here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. The cold medicine has kicked in, and I am feeling like I have a voice. So uh, is the case, such is the case, also is... Holly Roberts is in the same place. I'm here, yeah. too. <laughs> um, and we, when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, oh. do, do we know what we're doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we got So when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we like to do a little thing we call the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. That's just what they and she is up to no good. That's what I would say. But uh, I think Holly might disagree a little bit. We need to talk about her new show on the Netflix because the trailer dropped yeah. for the Goop Lab, which is a new uh, showgram that she is going to uh, do over at the Netflix. And a trailer was dropped for this yesterday. Yeah. Should we listen to the trailer? Let's it, listen to now it. Now there's some swears in it. Did we remove the swears? The swears have been removed by our promoter, uh, our uh, Rocco. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. Okay, good. So, so we're good. Yeah. So um, how long is this trailer? Uh, this trailer is one minute and six seconds long. Okay, well, let's listen. Let's see how much we want to take of this. So what happens in a workshop? Everyone gets off. <gasps> Goop. What are you doing this year, girl? What we try to do with Goop is to explore ideas that may seem out there or too scary. Are you guys ready to go out in the field and make a ruckus? Just another day at the office. <laughs> I am an exorcism. Oh, wow. I went through years of therapy in about five hours. I started to feel like a panic attack coming on. She knew something that my husband didn't even know. You want to talk about the vulva? Naked in a room with a bunch of women? I don't know if I have the guts. You've never seen yourselves? No. Why not? This is dangerous. It's unregulated. Should I be scared? <gasps> We're here one time, one life. How can we really milk the goop out of this? <laughs> Rocco's delightful. Yeah. Good work on the uh, bleepage. So that was a trailer for Gwyneth Paltrow's new Netflix series, The Goop Lab, which premieres on the streaming service January 24th. Now, I 
had some issues with this. Yeah. But Holly, you actually, you have a nuanced view. Do you want to share it with well, us? Well, the nuanced view is that I think it's really easy to raz on Gwyneth Paltrow. And yeah. I totally understand where that razzing comes from. I mean, the woman in the picture for this show for Netflix, for the Goop Lab, she's standing in a Looney Tunes vagina and she's coming out of it. Yeah, no, when you say Looney Tunes vagina, <laughs> you're you're not far off. It literally yeah. looks like that sort of like mirror. That's all, folks. Yeah. Instead but, it, of- but with pink and red shades in a, you know... <clears throat> Lady part shape. It looks like a vagina bread. Let's yeah, just say, or does. not technically. I mean, it would yeah. be. I other think she's bits. trying to elicit the yes. image of her coming out of a lady part area. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's easy to razz on that, and I get it. And I, you know, I like a lot of people. I like you guys, you Bradley, you Colleen, like many of us. I think that she. Uh, sometimes puts things out there with not actually thinking about the ramifications of the information that she's putting forth. But I am interested in the things that they're talking about in this show, The Goop Lab. I am interested in learning more about cold therapy and psychedelics and like whatever else she's talking about. I actually, you know, hey, what do you have to say? Well, let me watch the show and then... Let's move forward and have those conversations because she is a snake oil salesperson. Gwyneth Paltrow has sold snake oil in the past. Stickers that can make you feel certain yeah, ways. So, Jade eggs in your crotch. I mean. So everything you just said, I totally agree with in the sense that like, sure, all of those things sound interesting. You yeah. know, cold therapy. I want to know about that. Um, like the exorcism stuff. I mean, you yeah, know, that's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't really need, you know, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, you can take it or leave it. And contempt prior to investigation generally is probably not a very good idea, so I'm willing to sort of view it. However, you do have to give the caveat with Gwyneth Paltrow, and she always addresses these issues with sort of an aw shucks, my oops, kind of um, attitude, which is a little troubling because she's a very powerful and influential woman. Right. And that's a right and a responsibility that comes, uh, you know, has a certain seriousness attached to it. So, sure, We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But you have to remember that this is the very same Gwyneth Paltrow who was fined, you know, almost $200,000 for her jade egg experience and, um, you know, has been sort of ripped by several scientists for advocating for things that are not only questionable. Yep but are actually downright unhealthy. Right. And she responds to those criticisms saying, and actually I listened to an interview with her about this show and she, you know, said, well, we were young then we didn't really know about like regulations and stuff. Yeah. And so we've like learned our lesson and now we have a guy from MIT who's on staff. So we're like, you know, we're learning and I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. But sure. As a person, cute Gwyneth Paltrow, who we know from the movies and she is a great actress like that sounds consumable, but you have to remember she's a very powerful woman who, you know, uh, has been very successful at perpetuating all sorts of questionable, dubious. Right. Well, in the name of in the name of profit. Yes. And I think that that, too, is something like she's that not Oprah. Be, no, well, well, she kind of is in as much as Oprah does stuff and she advocates for things and she profits, profits off of yeah, it. Too. But she's like Oprah's store. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's yes. like, if, well, and we, to be fair, we have criticized Oprah, for example, with her um, cauliflower meal thing. Remember, like yeah. she's like, you know, eat this healthy stuff and it. 
Maybe it was healthy in the sense that there was health involved. Maybe but it was. It your... looked like a big pile of frozen. <laughs> You know, yeah. nothing delicious. So exactly. what I'm saying is we're willing to criticize anyone yeah. who, who is sort of trying to profit off of things that are, you know, questionable at best. Right. So it always would be like with anything in life, always follow what would motivate somebody to be giving you these ideas. You know, it's one thing. Yeah, I want to learn more about these ideas. However, it's also looking at the mechanism by which these ideas are delivered. This would be goop.com. Goop.com wants you to go there and they want you to buy the Yoni eggs. They want yeah. you to sit on the crotch steamer. I mean, it, it, through their website. So it's always kind of being critical about that. And it's this mechanism by which she's delivering it. And you're right. She has that. Gwyneth Paltrow has that power of celebrity. And do you need to be careful about how you're wielding that power because people are going to take what you have to say at face value without doing their own critical well, research. Yeah, and and that's you know sort of the other thing I would worry about if you're just joining us. We're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's new show on Netflix called The Goop Lab. Somebody else pointed this out that like calling it The Goop Lab implies some sort of science. Right. You know, because a lab is like scientific and you basically just have her and her staff like going around and learning about interesting things um, which tr again, it's trying to to sort of um, play it, play it off as something different. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is, you know, you and I, and a lot of our listeners are very thoughtful about checking into these things. Like somebody says, you should take this. You go, Oh, well, that's interesting. Let me learn more. So for example, when Gwyneth Paltrow had these dumb stickers on Ugh. goop, there are literally these stickers, you guys that you paid, I don't know, like 30, $60 for like too darn literal, much literal stickers, just stickers. Yeah. And these stickers purported to manipulate your electromagnetic field such that it would alleviate pain and stress and affect in some way medical conditions. They're called body vibes. Body vibes. And they're literally just stickers. And the problem I have with it is not that we are not adult enough to figure out that that's junk. And, you know, sure, if you want to waste your money on it and feel like trendy, go for it. But there are a lot of people who don't maybe have the critical thinking um, piece practiced. Yeah. And then I worry about the companies below Gwyneth Paltrow who are even less concerned about science and actual health and wellness. Yeah. And they're just interested in making a, a profit because I've seen several things like these stickers, for example, show up like in the Instagram feed. Yep. And you have all of these people who are like turning to social media and to people like Gwyneth Paltrow for health and wellness. Yeah. And not like the actual, you know, places that society has set up for, you know, health and wellness. Uh-huh. And frankly, unfortunately, part of that's because maybe we've dropped the ball in helping people achieve health and wellness in our society, but that's a whole separate conversation. <sighs> yeah, truly is. So, yay! In conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion, proceed with caution. We'll watch. Yes. Critically. Yes. And we'll be there to make, uh, you know, snarky observations about it. Absolutely. And it's Gwyneth Paltrow at the end of the day. So we'll put her on Gooper Scoopers. Beep, 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 beep. That's all, folks. All right. When we come back from Gwyneth Paltrow to who? Harvey Weinstein. Wow, that's a transition. They're related, unfortunately. Um, but we're not talking about Gwyneth Paltrow and Harvey Weinstein. We're talking about Harvey Weinstein shuffling his hinder into court with some tennis balls. We'll tell you what that means when we return right here on My Talk 1071. 
Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. We're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein in a moment. I'm sorry, but we have to. Yeah. Because it's a story that we cover here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back on Friday. Holly is here, of course, and Rob's helping out as well. Okay, guys. Um, Holly, we saw Harvey Weinstein shuffling his uh, hinder into court yesterday. Yep. Uh, with some tennis balls on the bottom of his walker. Yeah. What does this all mean? Well, it means that Harvey Weinstein has a bad back. So his people say. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. supposedly. Oh, I can't oh, walk. Even though Harvey. Even though he was seen at Target in December without the aid of his walker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also seen out eating ice cream without the aid of his walker. Yeah. But so tell us what's going on with Harvey Weinstein because the trial began... At the beginning of the week, right? Just yesterday. Well, yes. Uh, so the legal case against Harvey, or criminal case, excuse me, against Harvey Weinstein in New York is underway with jury selection happening this week. Harvey Weinstein appearing in court yesterday, shuffling on in with his walker, complete with tennis balls yesterday. And also today, by the way, in an update on Harvey Weinstein's condition today, a judge threatened Harvey Weinstein with jail for texting in court after he showed up for the trial jury selection with four different phones. Okay, what? Kay? Why so, does Harvey Weinstein need four phones? Because he's important, Bradley. Oh, God. He has a phone number for work. He has a phone number for personal things. He God knows what he has, but apparently the judge asked him, is this really the way that you want to end up in jail? So now jury selection is happening in this criminal case against Harvey Weinstein in New York. Now, this could take up to several weeks and there's a battle going on uh, because uh, defenders are saying, hey, we're going to have a hard time selecting jurors who have not been impacted by the way that the media has been covering this Harvey blah, Weinstein blah, case, blah, 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 blah. Also, they're saying that Harvey Weinstein could be humiliated oh. Because the prosecution has 72 evidence photos of Weinstein naked. How do they have all those photos of him naked? Uh, Does he like to send photos of himself naked? No, actually, authorities have 72 pictures of Harvey Weinstein naked that were shot by investigators from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office during the investigation into alleged sex crimes. So prosecutors want to use seven of the 72 images to corroborate testimony. Oh, okay. Uh, Like, can you identify things? Exactly, exactly. So... Um, Apparently, his people are saying that they don't want these photos to be admissible in court because Harvey Weinstein will be, quote, humiliated. I'm by them. sorry, uh, but I don't care, actually, what yeah. Harvey Weinstein wants. But, nope. he, you know, I, I trust that the justice system will, um, you know, meet out justice in this particular case. I was going to just bring up the fact that this is kind of like a crazy week, a whirlwind week for him and not in a good way, because as his trial, as the jury selection. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And gets underway in New York and he's shuffling over to, to court. He was charged um, by prosecutors in L.A. Yep. for two other counts. Now, I think the case in New York had is a rape charge, right? Yes. And then the cases in um, L.A. are some sexual... What do we call them? Assault? Well, he has been charged with forcible rape and uh, various other uh, 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 charges of sexual assault. So these in Los Angeles, you're right, Brad. So yesterday, prosecutors in L.A. charged Harvey Weinstein with raping one woman and sexually assaulting another. These are two separate incidents over a two-day period in 2013, allegedly happening right before the Oscar ceremony in 2013. And uh, the prosecutors in L.A. say we believe the evidence will show that the defendant used his power and influence to gain access to his victims and then commit violent crimes against them. So this is another thing happening in L.A. And these are criminal charges. The stuff in New York that's happening, that's a criminal court case because earlier this month we talked about a civil settlement that happened uh, between Harvey Weinstein excuse me, and uh, his alleged victims. And in that civil settlement, Harvey Weinstein does not have to pay a cent of his yeah. own money. And not only does he not pay a cent, he actually makes uh, more money yeah. through his lawyers yeah. than the actual victims who settled in this case. So this is the just like just to appreciate how ridiculous the system is set up and how much it's set up to protect people like Harvey Weinstein. He doesn't have to spend a dime. Right. All his attorneys get paid huge amounts of money, more than the actual individuals who also settled. So the attorneys for Harvey Weinstein make more than the victims um, in this particular case overall and individually as well. Yes. So it just shows you that despite the attempt to sort of right the wrongs that have taken place and to hold Harvey Weinstein accountable for his just decades long abuse of women and assault of women. The system is so flawed that it's not able to provide some sort of equitable justice for the victims in this case. Now, these people were settling with allegations and not actual convictions because of course that's what a settlement is. Right. So you can't say for sure um, that these victims were actual victims, but they were uh, alleged victims, and it's just a little troubling that they're going to walk away with just a pittance compared to, you know, a bunch of high-priced lawyers. Right. So, and and that kind of shows that the Me Too movement—it's these personal stories that exist within a toxic system that allows for that settlement that we were just talking about, where the uh, settlees are getting paid out less than the attorneys who were defending Harvey Weinstein and that it's all structured in a way that the corporation takes care of all of the money and it's he is not personally liable for a dang dime. Yeah. And Harvey Weinstein, well, you know, we'll see what happens in this criminal case as the jury is selected here. Harvey Weinstein probably will continue to shuffle on into the courtroom in his, his walker within tennis balls. Yeah. All right. Well, we need to talk about some D-bags. Woo! More D-bags. Hey. Not quite as dirty, uh, but we'll tell you who our D-bags of the day are in just a moment right here on My Talk 1071. 
Good afternoon. We've got D-Bags for you in just a moment. You're listening to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment on our website. And uh, we're also streaming live on the app. So download the app because we've got listener rewards all the time. There's lots of brand new ones for January. That's right. Uh, you can just download it in your app. Okay, so every day we like to call out celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. It's time for Lord and Lady D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Of the Day! Who's your D-bag today? (laughs) Thank you for asking, weird British person. Um, (laughs) Kylie Jenner actually is my D-bag. Not really Kylie, but it's mostly Hollywood life because I don't care what Kylie Jenner looks like. Uh, for 2020, but they want me to know. And Hollywood life, just as you know, is a tabloid on the internet. Yeah. Hollywoodlife.com. I'm by Bonnie f- Fuller? By Bonnie Fuller. I'm doing like the Linda Richmond voice. I think it's because of my cold. Anyway, <laughs> Kylie, J- here's the headline from this tabloid trash. Quote, Kylie, we love to pick on Hollywood life, by the way. Kylie Jenner gets dramatic makeover for 2020 with yellow bob, contoured nose, and a $150,000 Birkin bag. What? Okay. How do you get a makeover with a Birkin bag? Like, is she wearing it on her face? Did she also, actually be- who's yellow bob? Is <laughs> that like a jaundiced uh, Bob Barker? Oh, bless his heart. He's still alive. I know. And I mean, stretching up jaundice. there in the Hollywood know. Hills. <laughs> his liver might not be working at 100%. Oh. But my point is, what is... So I, I see this headline. Kylie Jenner gets dramatic makeover. And the indication is apparently a yellow bob. I'm assuming that's hair. Yeah. Contoured nose. Like, did she get plastic surgery? Oh, did she? And a $150,000 Birkin bag. What a any of these things have to do with the makeover, right? Right. So then I go to read the story and I click on it. and uh, Because you just, you know. Because I'm a glutton, a glutton for, for punishment. punishment. Right. And I come to find out that her new makeover for 2020 is literally this Instagram photo of her wearing sweats. She's sitting on her marble countertop in front of a bonsai tree <laughs> next to a $150,000 Birkin bag, which is just a ridiculous piece of opulence that of course she can afford because yeah. she's a billionaire allegedly supposedly don't get me stored in but then she's wearing what appears to be a yellow wig that is not her real hair that's not real nothing is real about that photo I, bradley i want you to look a little closer at this photo that's on kylie jenner's instagram account okay do you think that bag is actually sitting there because it looks a little Photoshop oh, forward no, in front of right. that bonsai tree. Also, Kylie Jenner's head looks like it's photoshopped on a completely different body. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I am here for for full conspiracy theory time yeah. when we're talking about the Kardashians and their photo skills. Yeah. That they very likely could be photoshopped. I'm looking. Hold on. I know. The bag, maybe. But the thing to me is like, this is not a makeover. This is just a She's- dumb photo that she posted on the internet. And she's got some face makeup on. And by the way, Oof. those girls learned how to paint their face from a drag queen. It's yep. clear to me because the contouring. level of contouring is atrocious. And if you saw her in person, you would be, you'd be a little, a little concerned. I just want to scared. Can I give a public service announcement? Yeah. To the youth. Okay. Okay. Concerning all of this contouring makeup. Yes. Okay. I'm here for this. It's one Preach. thing. It's one thing. 
to contour your makeup in the setting of Instagram or YouTube or wherever you're using a lens to mediate yourself and the person who's looking at you. Okay, because it's very obvious that Kylie Jenner super contoured her face and totally photoshopped her face. Yeah. Because that's not a real human face. It's been altered. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. But I was out in public last night. Oh. Hard to believe. Good for you. Thank you. That was an achievement. Had to get my eyebrows done. Oh, wow. Desperate times. You engaged with other people. Okay, tell me I did. All right. So I was at a place where people like to congregate in the name of commerce. It's called a mall. Okay. And I went into a store where the youth like to work. Okay. Like Claire's? What? Well, you know, a Uh, store. Okay. That employs the youth. The kids. The kids. Okay. Be careful, kids, when you're putting on your makeup. Okay, this is... Because when you like, to your point, Bradley, there is a difference between doing this kind of makeup in in a show business perspective, like, setting, when you're performing on stage, when you're being photographed... And then wearing this kind of makeup when you're just out and about doing your normal things. As a man who has put makeup on his face for a job, I do want to just tell you I've learned a few things. Yeah. And um, I actually usually had someone putting makeup on my face. It's a long story. We can talk about (laughs) it on the podcast. There isn't one, but there should be. Um, Bradley's done to his face. The thing that I would always say to people is like, drag makeup is is basically theater makeup it is theater and makeup theater it's makeup art. is because when you're on stage and you're under hot lights it alters the colors and you have to you know contour then creates shadows yes and forms Illusions. and shapes it's an illusion yes. much like the art of drag right and then i would see these drag queens god bless them all because all you know all god's creatures great and small who are wearing that makeup out in the world. And it's like, no, 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 that's not makeup for out in the world. That's makeup for under hot lights. Yes. In a bar. Yes. Or a theater. Yes. And so, but then what has happened is they were so, you know, because everybody loves a drag queen. Well, of course. And then you've got like RuPaul's Drag Race. And yeah. then you got the kids who want to do that. And then they watch the YouTube videos and you got the James Charleses of the world. And you've got all these contouring videos. And everybody's like, I can do that. I just the other day saw this woman walking down the street and I was like, you have watched a James Charles YouTube video on how to contour your face. Yeah. The problem is that is not a 3 p.m. Nicolette Mall face. Yeah. That is a like 1130 p.m. gay 90s face. Yes. And you just you have to put your appropriate face on. There is a face for all seasons. God, we got sidetracked. (laughs) We got sidetracked. It was a necessary public. (laughs) It is. You know. Like you Probably should just like your old crab. Oh, I know. And they're like, I can do whatever I want. And I'm sure yeah. you can, of okay. course. But, uh, you know, I, as an uh, old fuddy-duddy, can also walk down the street and judge you. Yeah. In my head. I wouldn't do that out loud because that's rude. Right. And Manners. I try not to be rude. I just talk about it on the radio. Okay. Who's your D-bag, Kelly? <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Oh, my God. It's a twofer. Oh, my God. It's a D-bag double it down. It is a D-bag double down in the D-bag of the day segment. Kylie Jenner is my D-bag of the day. Uh, just, you know, because she was doing things on Instagram that were maybe a little tone deaf. Oh, so What'd she do? Kylie Jenner wanted to bring... So, first of all, she was doing something 
that we can applaud her for, and that was bringing awareness to the plight of the Australian bushfires. Yes. Yeah, you know, really, a truly devastating climate crisis situation that's happening on the continent of Australia right now. Uh, and it's good to bring awareness to this crisis, and particularly Kylie Jenner. She is a voice of the youth. She communicates with the children. And by her advocating for awareness for this kind of situation, I think it's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, and to bring awareness in that way. So she put on her Instagram stories, over half a million animals have been killed in Australia. She said, this breaks my heart. And she shared a photograph of a volunteer firefighter holding a koala. I mean, truly a devastating situation that's happening down in Australia. And she cares about the animals. Yeah, who doesn't? Well. What's wrong? 12 hours later. Oh, no. Kylie Jenner posted a picture of her new pedicure. Okay. In her $1,500 mink Louis Vuitton slippers. Oh. Okay. So, fur. Yep. Dead animals. Yep. Baby koalas. Dumb. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little insensitive. Maybe a little insensitive. It's that you know, thing that it, people do on occasion where yep. they don't realize, you know... You're holding one space, yeah. you're holding another space, and maybe holding both little, spaces brings you into conflict. A little taste of hypocrisy, you're saying. A little bitch. Now, she did caption the photograph, baby pink toes. Those slippers are ugly, so people, by the way. Are you saying that people were calling her out on social media? Yeah, people this? were calling her out on this. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe those little mink wanted to survive, too. Yeah, yeah. So people were dragging her, as they do on the internet. Somebody full time job. I mean, it is a full time. I mean, we job. only do it for one segment. I know. Some people have to do it for like eight hours a day. I mean, look, Barb's Oz said so sad that she would purchase these. Also, El Diablito said, "What's worse than these animals getting killed is like nothing and sold to expensive brands for like five bucks, only to be resold for a thousand plus dollars." Meaning the fur trade. Oh, there's just a lot of sadness. You know, there. and and I, you know, fully. Pointing out Kylie Jenner being my D-bag of the day for her hypocrisy about the treatment of animals. We all find ourselves in these hypocritical spaces. It's called being a human being. Yeah, but you know what the reaction should be? Oh. Oh. I hadn't even thought about that. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Yes. I will add it to my contemplation opportunities. (laughs) My contemplation. Going forward. Yeah, exactly. Kylie Jenner had none of these thoughts. Of course she didn't. No. Because she's too busy sitting on a countertop in her sweatpants and a... Yellow wig with uh, an overly beaten face. Can we and just by beaten? That's a makeup term. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Please don't email me. Can we just say that the wig is ugly? I'm just going to say. Yeah. Well. Um, yes. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, TikTok, TikTok. No, it's a thing. Not like hurry up. TikTok. It's an app. Your yeah. kids are on it. Speaking of the youth and the kids, they are literally taking over. In fact, in weeks, probably this very show will be on TikTok. Instead of, you know, radio on the radio. Help but for all. now, help us all. For now, we're here on My Talk 1071. I'm a sucker for you. Yeah. And we're suckers for you. Which is why we show up every day from noon to three here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything entertainment with cough medicine. Yay! Holly's got all the latest on TikTok, which, you know, if you don't know what a TikTok is, TikTok, because it's taken over. Yeah. In fact,. It's kind of, you know, making us all look really old. Right, oh, Holly? Bradley, we are just old and crusty. Oh, I'm so oh, old. Oh, so 
old. So if you don't know what TikTok is, TikTok is a video app. I would say that TikTok is the new Vine. So remember Vine? Oh, I sure do. And I'm sad that it's, I'm still sad that it's gone. Yeah. So Vine was an app that's no longer in existence where you could make, was it seven second videos? Yeah. So you would make seven second videos. And we actually had... Uh, Vine celebrities, people who became famous. A lot of people who actually are now in the creative world that you may not even realize are, you know, from that space. Right. So uh, I believe Tommy Lee's. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wife? Yeah. Is um, Brittany? Brittany? Brittany Furlong. Yes. She started out on Vine. Uh, there's a whole documentary on it. I think it's on ooh, Hulu or Netflix, and it might be called The American Meme, but I don't really know. I can't remember exactly, but it's fascinating. Anyways, there is a new app in town, and it's been around for a year or two, but now it's really starting to reach saturation point, and it's TikTok. And you might have seen TikTok videos on any number of social media websites, because as social medias want to do, something goes viral on one place platform and then it appears on all the other platforms so i watch tiktok videos via twitter and there are these little videos that people can make a lot of them are really absurd and a lot of them are made by teenagers yeah in fact that's the only way i've seen them is they start bubbling up through twitter and instagram right um I actually have it on my phone, and I haven't, like, I've downloaded it, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, because I think that TikTok started out as a lip-syncing app, because I downloaded it a couple years ago, and I was like, well, this could be fun, maybe, for things to do at work. Yeah. Never really used it. Well, now the teens have taken over TikTok, and they're making content, and they've gone Hollywood. And I'm here to tell you that us talking about the Golden Globes, Bradley, us talking about old Hollywood stars, just makes us seem even more musty. So basically, in six months, the people we will be talking about on this station will be TikTok celebrities. Kind of. Um, which scares me, and I feel like this is really just... because. Now I'm an old cynical person. I've been around the block a few <laughs> yeah. times. I've seen how what Hollywood does to people. Yeah, I feel like this is a space that's ripe for some uh, some. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, exploitation. Exploitation. Yeah, yes. you know you wouldn't be wrong because I like. Read oh, the- look, we have all these kids creating free content. Let's make money off them. Yay! Yay! Well, all the kids are making free content. And they're all congregating in Los Angeles. So there are places in L.A. where in the past, YouTube celebrities have congregated. They all live under one house and they make content. This is not a new thing. There are apartment complexes in Los Angeles and Hollywood that are pretty much occupied all by YouTube content creators so that they can gather and make ideas and do things. It's actually like it sounds like a a relatively clever way of going about things, right? It's like a community. Right. right. It's like a community. And one of the communities for TikTok 
It's called Hype House. Okay. This is a mansion that has been rented out by 19 different kids. And four of the 19 different kids, I mean, some of them when are... When you say kids, a, what, what ages are we talking? Well, we're talking about teens to maybe early 20s. Okay. Four of the people live in the house full time, and I would assume that those are the people who are of age, yeah. above the age of 18. But there are actual like teenagers who spend a lot of time at Hype House making TikTok videos. And this is what they do all day long. Yeah. Here's the question I have. Yeah. Who's the old dude that lives in the pool house that's making the money off of these kids? Like, are these kids making money for themselves doing this? Like, where is... That, those are the, you know, yeah. again, I've lived through a few things. I yeah. worry that there are people who are, you know, taking advantage of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know who yeah. the old man in the in the pool house like, is. Hey, kids, why don't you come live in my, my house and uh, uh, here's some, you know, take some videos of yourself. Oh, my gosh. You know, I don't know who's putting that up. And I want to say, I think in Hype House, where the TikTok stars are gathering is that there is no guy in the pool house because there seem to be two masterminds, Chase and Thomas, behind all of this. And uh, they are, Thomas is 21 years old and Chase is 17 years old. Yeah. So they're the masterminds behind the house. They've rented out this house, this mansion. on air. masterminds of anything at the age of 17? I guess it's well, possible. I was not, I was a mastermind of watching like Doctor Who. Yeah. And like <laughs> not knowing how to talk to other people at the age of 17 right well they found the perfect house and they lease it on airbnb which is the uh home rental service so this house has giant mirrors a big bathroom so you can film all your content in it and uh yeah there's a group of of kids that come in and out of this house wow and they film their tiktok i hope there's some content involved You know, see, that's the thing. Yeah. Do you see? Um, that's the thing. I feel like we should investigate this TikTok business. God, I just right. sound so old. Well, here's one thing about TikTok. It is a Chinese-based app. Okay, so some people have had some issues. So you're saying that so, people are listening? Yes. Yeah. I, that's what I'm like saying. Like all things on the internet. Yeah. So Thomas, Daisy, Alex, and Kavur, all under the age of 21, live in the house full time. Thomas is the oldest. He's one of the guys, the founders. He has the default den mother. And uh, they put money down on the house. He kind of acts like the the den mother in the frat house. Because this is essentially a content creation frat house. What's what's weird about this, and at the same time, like, if I were this age and I was a creative person, I was when I was this age. I just, I had some... (laughs) distractions at that part of at that moment in my life right but if i were in their place i would totally see this as like a a positive thing like yeah you know you can do creative things you can do what you love you can sort of make your own way and that's the thing about the world now is that you there really are opportunities um for new and different ways to be creative so i think that that's a perfectly laudable thing yeah um i just worry that like you know uber and you know any new thing is going to be fraught with you know, the old things that people bring along with them, no matter where they go. And that's yeah. things like, you know, taking advantage of other people, um, you know, right. taking advantage of other people's content. 
Yes. So. Yeah. And all of those issues are addressed in this New York Times article oh, okay. about the Hype House, which is, by the way, where the TikTok stars like to live, or the, one of the collectives that's around yeah. for this kind of new media stardom, new media content. And these kids are really young. And Charlie, Charlie D'Amelio, she's 15 years old, and she has 15 million followers. She oh, that just me here's though. Here's the thing, where things are going at lightning speed. Yeah. And I'm concerned in as much as people whose frontal prefrontal cortexes aren't fully formed. She just joined TikTok this last summer, and she has made a mass more than 15 million followers. Yeah. And now she has decided to devote so much of her life to TikTok at 15 years old that she is now spending a lot of time out at the Hype House in Los Angeles when their schedule allows. So she lives with her parents in Connecticut when she's 15 years old, but her parents are letting her spend a lot of time at the Hype House in Los Angeles as oh schedule allows. That I don't Isn't know it, that a child yeah. with 15 million followers, I don't know that that's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, the parents... Don't mean to be a poo-pooer. The parents are uh, quoted in this article. Of course they are, because these parents are probably making a lot of money, because at the end of the day, any money she makes doing this TikTok content. And you can't tell me these kids aren't making money. That's presumably the whole point. Right. That's the whole point. And I, quite frankly, I can't speak to how these kids are monetizing the content on TikTok, whether they're using TikTok to leverage negotiations for other kind of creative outlets where they can actually make money. Uh, I would imagine that that's mostly the case, or probably we're going to get into the sponsored content kind of stuff. But here, this is the Which, new rock and roll. That's, that's all cool. And yeah. new modes of technology and ways of creation are awesome. Totally. When you're under the age of 18. Yeah. That just seems dangerous. Because yeah. if you have parents who are now pushing. And it's not just TikTok. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's YouTube. It's Twitter. It's yeah. Insta. Well, it's not really Twitter. But Instagram. You know, I just, I worry about parents being motivated, you know, to make money using their kids on social media. Right, because we've seen that story yeah. before. And yeah. oftentimes oh, that's... Oh, little Bobby, she's so creative, and we just gotta let her do her yeah. thing. And she's gonna do it anyway. Well, that's exactly what the parents said. They're like, we don't know where this TikTok thing is going, but we're gonna, you know, support their creativity. Yeah, but just here to let you know that TikTok and this kind of stuff is this generation's yeah. rock and roll. I mean, this and is just what they're doing. You know, there'll be something around the corner. There'll be bloop blop. Bloop blop. I got a new app. Lord. Blue Blop. No? <laughs> hey, that's not taken off, apparently. No. When we come back, Timothy Chalamet wants an Oscar. We'll yep. tell you why and how you yourself can get an Oscar and uh, ask you to participate in that conversation. We come back right here on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.